0: Welcome to She's Well-Fed. This is the podcast for women longing for a liberated, empowered, and joyful relationship with their bodies. I'm Jessie, and I'm a certified intuitive eating counselor, a size-inclusive fitness specialist, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist. And most importantly, I am a woman who has done the work of finding peace in my body. While this podcast is not a substitute for mental health therapy, dietetics, or medical advice, I hope you'll find necessary and nourishing ingredients here so that you too can be well fed. Welcome back to She's Well Fed. I am really excited about today's episode because I am finally diving in and exploring an intersection that is really important to me. This is the intersection of faith and spirituality and body size or weight. I often hear some version of, if I were more faithful, I wouldn't be fat, Or if I were more faithful, I wouldn't struggle with my body. I have thought these things myself. I remember sitting in the audience of a very well-known spiritual speaker. This woman's authored and published best-selling books. She's been the keynote speaker at conferences worldwide and enriched the lives of many. Mostly women, but so many women. she was speaking to us about the inherent worth and wholeness we all have. She spoke at length about how we are deeply loved, deeply worthy, and so very whole. And I was soaking it up so enraptured and honestly so relieved to hear someone speaking to us about our innate goodness instead of the narrative that so many religious and spiritual spaces offer us about the brokenness and darkness that awaits us just one poor decision away. Her message, what she was saying, it was a breath of fresh air, until it wasn't. I was in attendance with a friend of mine that night, also a therapist, and and she's also an anti-diet practitioner. As we listened, the speaker then said, now obviously I have some sin in my life, some overindulgence, and then motioned to her own plus size body. Her hands hovered above her body, barely grazing it as if to say, see this, this is my exception, my barrier to the divine. Her whole demeanor changed in that moment, her body, her appearance, her very existence—even felt apologetic. Now, this idea of our bodies being apologetic or existence being apologetic, is something that the author Sonia Renee Taylor has a lot to say about. Her 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 body of work is something I recommend highly, and and it transcends just thinking about apology around body size. So please check her out. If you've not heard of her or if you've not read her book, The Body is Not an Apology, Sonia Renee Taylor will will change your world. But anyways, as this, as this speaker began to offer the audience her lament for her body size, And to make it known that she knew her body was an exception to her wholeness. My friend and I groaned and we got uneasy. We both knew what the other was thinking without even saying it. Wow, diet culture is here too. It infiltrated even this space. Great. You know, I'm, I'm just so heartbroken by seeing women in larger bodies pointed out as the exception to their greatness. I'm heartbroken by women pointing out their appearance in any way as the exception to their greatness, or as some proactive measure to let others know, don't don't worry, I know my body is an issue, I'm working on it or as the quote-unquote last thing they're working on and otherwise they'd be just a badass. Our bodies are not the exception to our wholeness or our success or our beautifully full lives. Our bodies are actually the containers of all of those things and our bodies are our homes. So this is what led me to the exploration of this other intersection of spirituality and bodies. I often encounter the belief from my clients that if they were more faithful, they wouldn't live in a larger body or have gained weight or struggled to lose weight, etc. The underlying message here is that thinner bodies are more moral, noble, noble. Or somehow in better standing with the divine. This is not only sold to us in religion, though. We see this in spiritual, non religious spaces too. Sometimes it sounds like if I were more mindful, more grounded, more centered, I wouldn't be fat. If I were more enlightened, I wouldn't be fat. If I could just let go of my trauma, my body would let go of this extra weight of mine. All of those, no matter what origin they come from, are still anchored in the idea that our bodies can keep us from divine, that the state of our bodies can become a barrier between us and and a human right of spirituality. So listen clearly, though, this belief system stems from upholding perfectionism. And perfectionism is a main tenant of the beauty industry and diet culture both. This belief system is not is not founded on grace or abundance or universal compassion. But it's founded on the implied statement here that there, that the divine does not want to reside in you or inhabit your body home until it is perfect or untarnished. The truth is that there is no barrier between us and our human right to engage with divinity and spirituality. there is nothing that can come between us and God, us and spirit, us and divine. We have a direct link, and that is not contingent on our size. Our holiness, our wholeness, our worthiness, and our spirituality is not contingent on the size or shape of our body. And when we are sold ideas, That the only way we can interact with those spiritual experiences or with divine creation is if we are in a body that looks a certain way. We have completely contaminated what divine love can look like and what divine love actually is. There's more to say about This intersection, and it'll come up in future episodes. But what I wanted to highlight in this episode, and and specifically in what I'm talking about today, is that nothing can keep you from having a relationship with the divine. Whatever divine means for you. And you are no less moral, no less worthy, no less whole or holy based on what your container looks like, based on what your organism that you live in looks like. You are desired and loved and delighted in by that which brought you here. And our size, our bodies are not the exception to our wholeness. If spirituality or religion in any form is something that doesn't ring true for you, that's okay. Also highlight or underline this idea for yourself. That we are not trying to be quote-unquote total packages or uh, somehow pursuing perfection. We are good and whole as we are. So a few helpful questions I'd like to offer in your continued exploration of this concept. Do I believe my body keeps me from holiness, wholeness, or any other spiritual existent or experience? Do I believe my body keeps me from those things? If so, where did I learn that? And who benefits from me believing it? What would I rather believe about my connection to the divine and my body's contribution to that? How do I conceptualize my body in spiritual spaces? In the body as home narrative, right? Our body as our home, as, a, as in that narrative, does it seem true that a trusted friend, lover, or benevolent being would not want to reside with me until it was perfectly cleaned, polished, manicured, thin? Does it make sense that this truly divine and benevolent energy and spirit or God would not want to participate in me and in my life until it is perfect? I had the opportunity earlier this week to participate in a sound healing journey um, with a beautiful practitioner here in town. And in this experience, as we were kind of debriefing afterwards, she shared with us that this idea of, of mantras, what mantras truly are, and how in this practice of mantra, each of the words in a mantra um, in Sanskrit move through our mouths and our bodies for a particular purpose. And she talked about the idea of watching when, when folks are truly in this experience of engaging with, with Sanskrit and with their mantra, their bodies move in this kind of rhythmic way. And it's this idea, this, this reminder she offered us is coming back to my, my heart in this recording right now because I have this image of rhythm, right? Our bodies hold the rhythm of our spirituality. Our bodies are the container for the rhythm that the divine does in us, right? What a beautiful image to think of our bodies as the way that we can hold the rhythm of love. Our bodies are participants in our spirituality. They are not barriers to it. Our bodies are participants to our spirituality, not the barriers to it. My blessing for you this week that I hope you'll take away is to invite your body into the experience of your spirituality and not to look at it as the exception. To just notice this as your home, and to allow a little more peace while you live there. I want to say thank you for all of the contributions that I got um, on Instagram. I I requested that you all share with me what you'd like me to cover, and there were so many fantastic ideas. And I'm honored. Um, I'm honored by the sharing that came in that space. And I plan to attend to all of them that feel in my scope to speak on um, and to provide some really good resources for the ones that may be outside of my scope or um, that I think there are maybe other voices that can speak more proficiently on. Um, So coming up in future episodes, we're going to be talking about things like what it's like to live in a body with chronic illness and how we find peace there. Um, we're going to be talking about the function or non-function of body checking, including weighing ourselves or checking other measures. We're also going to be going through the steps of the intuitive eating process, uh, the principles of intuitive eating and what those what those are, and looking at them through a little bit different lens than um, than just thinking of them as as skills so I'm really excited for some of the upcoming episodes. Um, I'll continue to post periodically just to get other ideas, but I also want you to feel like you can reach out to me with ideas or questions anytime. So you can reach me on Instagram at She's Well Fed, and I am happy to interact with you there. Okay, I'm hoping you peace and love in your bodies, and I will talk with you soon. Thanks for joining. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the She's Well-Fed podcast. I hope there was something here that was nourishing to you and that contributed to your well-being. If you're enjoying this podcast, I hope you'll consider sharing it with a friend or leaving me a review or a rating on the platform where you listen most. That allows this work to access more people. I also want to offer that there are resources available on my website, she'swellfed.com, and if you're interested in working with me personally, you can contact me there too. I provide coaching for women who are ready to ditch diet culture and embrace a joyful, empowered relationship with food, body, and movement. Here's to all of us women being well fed.